Josh, how you doing? Oh, I am doing it right now. Are you? Welcome to the Harley and Josh Show, ladies and gentlemen, where we talk about musicians and musically cool things. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to be playing some music by State of Millennia, a bit of Lee Edgerton, and Swordez, or Swords, not quite sure how to say it. Swordez Sword. sounds like a bloke who's just really annoyed about things, or he's hurt his knee. Oh, I got right off Swords. Poor old Dez. <laughs> Swordez. Oh! oh. Um, and we're also <laughs> going to be talking about AI, 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 <laughs> Northern expressions, uh, um, artificial intelligence, uh, helping people to um, create music by finding samples. Um, so we'll talk about that a bit more later. And we also ask, what's the point of a music critic, Harley? I, I, I don't answer it. No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you could have said it better. I could have. I really um, could have. I could say execution, most things Execution. Better. I know. Execution and, and de- you know, I, I would be a really bad executioner because I'd get claustrophobic in the, in, in the heads. So, uh, Harley, I wanted yeah. to ask you a big old question tonight. What'd you do? It's important. Is it now? It is. <laughs> okay. Well, this, is, this week's been a bit of a mad one. So, uh, a lot of... A lot of musicians have been very busy mm-hmm. this week. This is kind of the the I would say it's probably one of the the two busiest months for for musician busiest weeks, should I say, for musicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird because this wasn't bank holiday weekend. Mm. The previous week was bank holiday when we were both gigging mega loads. Um, so it's kind of the end of British summer, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Let's uh, <laughs> so <laughs> sad times. Um, so yeah, it's been. A bit of a mad one, especially as I done something I don't do too much, mm. and I dance in a suit too. I do that all the time. Oh, so yeah, sorry, I missed that bit. Uh, so um, I double booked. Oh, mate, join the club. <laughs> this is uh, welcome. Yeah, it's, we're all friends here. I used to be worse at it, and uh, actually, I'm going to point out. Uh, Rainer for his latest video that we both featured on, didn't we? Ah, we did. We did. Didn't so we? go check it out. We're talking about nerves and stuff like that. Mm. And Tom McCarthy. How do you have the nerve? How do you How do, do it? You have it? Um, and Tom McCarthy pointed out a very good thing about sort of like uh, being nervous and stuff. And he stemmed a lot of his nerves from being unprepared. And he says, when you go onto a stage and you're not prepared, that's a horrible feeling. So you mm-hmm. learn not to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, fool me once, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'd done that before. I've double booked a gig, and I'm, yeah, so I'm quite on it. Mm. Um, that said, I managed to kind of do it twice in nah, the weekend. I, know, yep, I did exactly Again, the same thing. When it rains, it pours. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it happens. You know, when it happens, it's annoying, but you can't change the fact you've got to deal with what you've got. So yeah. I. Um, mistakenly thought that my uh, my best friend's uh, wedding uh, reception was going to be on the Friday. Uh, yeah, it was on the Friday. Right. And I'd booked a gig for the Saturday when actually the reception was on the Saturday. Oh, no. So we, or Child Attack had a gig. We were, we were booked. We were all ready for it. And I went, ah, I can't do it. Right. Now, I don't like cancelling gigs. Uh, if I have to cancel a pub gig or something like that, I do. But this was done to contract talk about contracts it's very good to have a contract i yes. didn't want to uh 
get in any trouble with by breaking said contract, you mm-hmm. know. So um, instead, I thought, well, there's there's other stuff on the horizon for me, which means I might not be able to make every chart attack gig. Right. So instead, I was like, well, let's just get cover. It's better if we can get last minute depth for a... a a gig rather than a wedding. I know you should treat all gigs just as importantly, but I thought yeah. if it if it messes up in front of some people uh, in a pub, they'll go, oh, it wasn't the best. Whereas if you mess up on someone's big day, all oh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I think it depends on your conscience really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, I think... A uh, pub, people won't remember it. Yeah. A wedding, there's going to be a lot of photographic evidence. Oh, yes. You know. <laughs> that's not Harley. <laughs> Who's that? Well, so oh, no, Holly was, was was getting married. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we got Alex Lenton from uh, mm. he plays for Connor Adams uh, and does some other stuff as well. He's Great covered for Rena and Rome, um, and he was well up for it, and he did an amazing job. So I hear I wasn't there. Nice. Um, they had a rehearsal on Thursday. Uh, you I, had CCTV. Yeah. Just uh, on the mics, just well, staring at him. They, they, had, they had to do three sets as well. So it was like an extra long, even more stuff for him to learn. Uh-oh. He almost played every song. No way. There was one song he was like, I just don't have time to learn this. Nice. Which one was it? Uh, Never Gonna Give You Up. Never Gonna Give Never Gonna Give yeah. Have you heard the bass line on that? Did he just rickrolled you? It's, well... The bass line on that's ridiculous. It took me ages to learn it. There's no actual bass line, but it doesn't stay the same, although it doesn't follow the... And it doesn't even follow the chords. Shut up. <laughs> so instead, the morning of the gig, I recorded it and put it in along with the backing track, and he just mimed. Nice. Now, this is not, this is not the usual thing, but it was like... How do you get out of that situation? And for mm-hmm. one song, it was fine, you know, and yeah. it, it worked great. And it was kind of like, I hope this works, especially as we had my mixing desk, uh, had a part of it had broken. We played a wedding on Wednesday. Oh, no. It went really well. A Wednesday was, wedding? Yeah. Do you do many midweek weddings? Mm, not often. No. Um, they I, happen, but not often. A lot of my photographer friends say they're becoming a lot more of a common thing. Mm, for cheaper pe- to hire the venue. A lot, like you're talking half the price. Wow. Um, wow. We do a deal with Chart Attack that uh, we do a cut price on, for off-season and midweek gigs. Ah, good point. Uh, uh, just to kind of fill out the midweek dates, because if you can do three gigs in a week... That's really good, and you—it's again you're playing in a band, and mm-hmm. you—you know, making a full-time wage out of playing in a band is always good. Fun. Do do you let people know that um, beforehand? Is it like on your website or something like this? Um, that's all dealt with the agency. Right. When, when we signed up, when we signed up with Taylor, they said, "Look, a lot of bands do us like cut price for midweek shows and stuff." Um, it's not always a lot, but they know that people who are booking a wedding midweek is because they can't afford to spend three times as much for that same wedding during the weekend um so that is kind of just playing playing to the audience essentially uh playing to the, the demographic that you're working with if someone's going to be doing a wedding on a wednesday night it often means that they you know uh, here's me trying not to say they're being cheap because it's not a case of that weddings are expensive yeah i i wouldn't pay that much for a wedding I wouldn't, I mean, to be honest, I wouldn't yeah, pay for I, a wedding. From doing it a, a bunch of times now, like, I yeah. kind of know what I would and wouldn't spend my money on That's in a it. wedding, you know? Yeah. One thing I think would definitely, I'd, I'd definitely have, uh, if I was to have a wedding or anything like that, is the photo boothing. 
Oh yeah, just, great oh idea. mate, they're always good fun. Yeah, and you and get I've some got loads brilliant... all over my like my fridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a really easy way to create memories of people just absolutely having fun. So yeah, that's um that's something. But what happened when we were unpacking and or packing down is the USB that we plugged the laptop to run the tracks into the desk broke so the usb port has broken um so we had to run a slightly weird setup i was at this wedding reception in lincoln on the phone to toby talking how to set it up and i'm like cool call me back if it doesn't work he called back like doesn't work okay let's go the other way around let's get you know uh, so my nickname for that evening was Tech Support um, <laughs> from both counties. Did you uh, have a live chat? Like, oh, I Hi, my name's Harley. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> oh, yeah, just sitting there with a headset. Um, At a wedding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I should have taken my headset with me. I should have really, but like proper like gaming one. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it it just about uh, they well it just about was set up ready for them to start. Nice. I he called me or I. I I said, let me know. After the first day, it was like absolutely flawless, perfectly. Everything's gone really well, mm. you know. So it's the best you can kind of ask for. Um, it was just really well. Uh, super, super proud of the guys for making yeah. it all happen. And See, with um, double bookings, like being able to rely on a good team yeah. uh, really does help your mental state. <laughs> Certainly. Yeah, yeah. Like there was a bit of nerves, but I was like, I mean, this. I'm, they've done a gig without me before uh, and they... Again, they were very stressed at the time because it was a bit. Smashed, yeah. It was a last minute thing, but they, they, you know, I think more they do of that, the better. Especially as I'm planning on sort of pretend, I may be away uh, later on in the year for a couple of gigs. Uh, to teaser, be to, teaser, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, to have somebody uh, that like Alex who can just step up to the plate, then uh, is amazing. So, mm. a public thank you for Alex Lenton for your yeah. amazing bass skills. Um, mm, he is good. He's very good and, you know, very helpful. Hire him. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Um, the other kind of double booking I did was... Uh, you took two books somewhere. Yeah. And oh, I've got two of these. Oh, uh, you, yeah. Um, I had two gigs on Sunday, yesterday. Uh, and I went, oh, no, I'm going to have to cancel one. And I looked at the times and they just, they were perfectly lined up. <laughs> so I said... So I played with uh, Hoppy and the Hopefuls at the Dove. Nice. And I said to Andy, I can't bring the PA because that PA needs to be in another pub 15 minutes after we finish. Mm. I was like, okay, that's fine. Uh, we had Tim Ainsley on guitar. Uh, it did an amazing job. It was great fun. He added some of his own songs in. And uh, we didn't oh, have great. a chance to rehearse. So it was very much eyes and ears, which is great with someone like Tim Ainsley because... We've, we jammed with him. He does the yes. jam session. He knows exactly who to look look for and what. And he's also mega tall, so he can see everyone quite easily. <laughs> yeah, it does help. Yeah. yeah. He's the only person, that, uh, like, a guitarist that I can look in the eyes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Without bending over. That's it. He's great. I mean, you two, uh, you'd be pillars on the side of a stage with each other. <laughs> Sounds quite cool. Because mm. um, no, we'd be holding up the stage and we'd be able to do anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe yeah. we should put, like, yeah, put, like... A headband on the corner of a like a duvet, and you can be actually the stage. Great, yeah, good. I like it. Love it. Cool. So yeah, that was really good. I was so tired because, bear in mind, I was at this, my uh, friend's wedding reception the night yeah. before. We were out partying. We had, and then my alarm went off at quarter to eight in the morning. Yummy. I'd had about three and a half hours sleep. No thanks. And then did a four-hour drive, loaded the van straight to the Hopefuls gig. It was in Lincoln, right? Yes. Oh. And there was a lot of traffic on the way back as well. So did the Hopefuls gig, finished the Hopefuls gig, got to the uh, class act gig, 
which was on the Sunday, 8 till 11, um, and started setting up straight away. And it got to about half hour before we sat and I was like, I haven't eaten. I feel like absolute poop. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm at like really exhausted. So ran to the van, got a packet of crisps, uh, made sure I had a glass of water with me during my plane, just trying to t- just keep me going. Bronwyn came to my aid with a flapjack. If you're ever hungry, flapjacks, they're the one. They're real stodgy and fill you up. Um, you came for the music. You went away with the diet advice. Oh, yes. Oh, mm. yes. Diet advice with Harley. That's really not a good idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't sleep. Have a glass of water. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is, not, this is not advice. <laughs> yeah. Other advice is available. So, yeah. So that was a, a thing. We did the first set. It went really well. Uh, my laptop that was running the tracks uh, absolutely failed. I know I said last week that it failed um, and I had to swap to the other laptop, oh, no. uh, to the MacBook, mm. uh, but I hadn't copied the files for this gig over. Is this class act? Yes. Right. So we class act. We only do like three songs with backing track. We do four songs with backing track. We dropped one and we did the other three without track mm. and they went really well. We got Tom McCarthy on guitar once again. Guitar-y! It was really good. Um, it was great fun. However, I got to the end of the set and I was like a zombie. Yeah. I People were talking to me and I was like, I'm getting angry just the fact that you're just talking to me right now. <laughs> Even though you're saying nice things, I'm yeah. really I, like apologies to anyone who saw me towards the end of that set or to the end of that gig because I was probably not a lot of fun to be around. Mm-hmm. I felt terrible. And then go on with uh, like, you know, bad diet advice, just went straight to McDonald's afterwards, <laughs> had loads of food and felt terrible this morning because I hadn't really eaten very well and then went straight to bed with loads of cheese. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's. It's Good cheese a, or bad cheese? It was, I mean, fried cheese. <laughs> so <laughs> you're giving me like gastroenteritis <laughs> by talking to you. Right now. So yeah, that that is a thing, and um, that's pretty much my weekend. Oh my god! And I'm Arlie. I'm still struggling. I'm going to take my my desk to the lap, to a repair guy tonight. I've got another one on on rent. I'm hiring another desk for this weekend. Thank you, Oliver Bankman. You're an absolute savior. Um, and that's yeah. I mean, that's, Lord, that I'm is it. my week. He did! He didn't eat very well. Dead. Uh, I, like, I like that's still called a new section. It is news section. It was news. Mm. Not news section. News section. Right. The news action. Let's, yes. Let's play some music. Shall we? Let's play because, some music. Yes. Uh, we're going to play some stuff by Swords or Swords. Not quite sure how you pronounce it. Let us know. Um, so, yeah, he's playing at the Guy Cry Club uh, launch this week. It's this Thursday at the Smokehouse. Uh, thanks to Ben for putting this up. It's an amazing collective uh, for people. Well, it's mostly for blokes who are trying to uh, come to terms with their emotions. Um, you know, people that aren't, you know, super up with the... the traditional masculine thing that you're supposed to conform to but have also got a creative side and they want to express themselves um he's got some great music playing all night by swords this is a track that i absolutely adore from him it's got jay diller vibes um so this is um is swords um with shores enjoy that was shores by swords absolutely amazing track uh, and a little bit of an extra bit at the end there. Oh, that's nice. Easter egg. Yeah. References. Oh, teasers. Um, so, yeah, that's available on his Bandcamp. Uh, you can check that out, and it's a sort of pay-what-you-want kind of thing. So, 
Wonderful stuff, isn't it? So I'm going to, oh, oh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. What I'm you going do? to talk about. What are you going to talk about? What I do. What did I do? Grammar. What did I do? Uh, so when I actually last saw you was on the Monday. Oh, yeah. Uh, on the Monday. Monday. So it was Bank Holiday Monday. We weren't here in Ireland, so I apologise. Oh, yeah, we had listening. a great day at the Blue Cross, didn't we? Was. We were at the Blue Cross. We were doing raffling. And, it was ruddy warm, wasn't it? Yeah, we were ruddy warm, but we were in bed together, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Don't it write is in. what it is. <laughs> Nobody writes in. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but the, that morning I was on BBC Suffolk uh, with Steph McIntyre. I made a boo-boo. Um so uh, right at the end, I think I did quite a good interview. We were talking about the one big multicultural festival that happens every year yeah. at Alexandra Park. And uh, and we were just talking about sort of the benefits of having a multicultural society and, you know, why it's great to have lots of different types of music being, you know, sort of uh, showcased to the public. And it's just a show that it's about. Yeah. Um, and that these people uh, from different places are around and you can talk to them. Um, and it's also, so there's some really great uh, charitable organisations that, that that kind of go to these things. So we were kind of giving them a shout out or sort of refugee help centres and, oh, yeah. and, and citizen advice. Um, and I was like, yeah, cool. I think I came across quite well in that interview. And at the end I was like, all right, thanks. See you later, Sue. Her name is Steph. <laughs> and I just said to her, I was like, I'm so sorry. I just killed you, Sue. I think it's just because like, SM is her initials. Right. Stephanie McIntyre, Sue Marchant, who was also on the BBC. Okay, yeah. And yeah. I've interviewed with her before. And I, and also her tra- her um uh travel lady was Sue as well. Uh, so yeah. I was just ah uh, just but it was like right at the end. So hopefully people just heard thanks to him. Oh. <laughs> it's gone. So yeah. Embarrassing on the radio. To be fair, it's also I mean it's on the radio, so you don't see her face, so it's easy to make a mistake like that. Yeah. No, I was in the room with her, Harley. <laughs> no, not, no, I, it's I an audio-only medium. I was like, oh dear, I don't think you understand radio. <laughs> wait, oh wait, wait, wait. Uh, We're on the radio. Um, am I not supposed to be wearing this blindfold? <laughs> anyway, so where'd you go? <laughs> um, I want to say a quick happy belated birthday to Meg Burrows. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, as uh, we we had a big old musician gathering yes. uh, last Wednesday at the Fat Cat in Ipswich, it was really really fun. Um, just you know, people there from Bromwyn. There mm. was also uh, Seth and Eliza were there. Jordan Hay was there. Uh, I'm trying to remember other people. Have done. Oh, Bromwyn was there. Have I already said Bromwyn? You did say Bromwyn, uh, which, but I mean, she's. I mean, of, of course. I, 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 <laughs> Did I, did I say I said Bromwyn? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Bro. Your Bromwyn impression is is much better than uh, <laughs> Josh impression. My my Bromwyn impression of me. John, Bro- Bromwyn did a Harley impression the other day. What was it? Um. Well, I phoned Rayner. <laughs> and- <laughs> it's pretty much. Yeah, great. No, I, I phoned up Ray. No, no, it wasn't. I was with Rayner. We phoned up Tubbs about something on that we were going to the shop Mr. during rehearsal, and she phoned. And I was on the phone, she's like, it's time to oh, okay. So she picked up the phone and was like, oh, man. And she went, all right, yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and Toby was like... Kevin and Perry. Toby was like, I know you're not Harley, <laughs> but I don't know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, I mean... Good. Anyway, sorry. Happy birthday, Meg. Um, happy birthday. So yeah, thanks. Thanks very much for everything you do. I'm actually going to be performing for for her this Thursday at Waterstones. 
uh, they're having a book launch and we are sort of playing for people as they come in uh, and they're having a signing from the author. I'm going to find out what the actual author is called and tell you guys. <laughs> yeah. Right um, so I'm teaching all week, um, sort of getting everybody ready for school. Everybody's coming back to school this week. Yay. I'm not going to be going back to school this week. I'm going to be starting next week to right, okay. let them get adjusted to their timetable. Of course, yeah. Um, so this last Friday, I was supposed to be playing with Impilo. Yes. Um, at Unity Festival in Burston. Um, unfortunately, I was well looking forward to that because mm. I love playing with Impilo. It's yeah. just so jammy and fun and I'm not tethered to a microphone and I can jam around a bit. And it's usually at a festival as well. So there'll be like a good, stop, stop touching my leg. Um, okay, keep touching my leg. Um, uh, yeah, and, and so yeah, there's usually quite a good crowd, quite good sound, uh, good place to network, place to, people to course, talk yeah. to and, 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 you know, and, and just friends to make, you know. Um, however, it didn't go down. It just didn't happen. Uh, I won't say why it didn't happen, but it just didn't happen. And uh, Pilo couldn't play. So we basically... The, we basically said to them, okay, Impilo can't play, but the Lockerbillies can. Ooh. So uh, Murray Rich and I went up and uh, and played instead. It sounds like a ten- tennis player. Uh, Murray Rich and I. <laughs> 15 love. Um, but um, that was a good point. Uh, so, yeah, like uh, we went up, uh, I probably got there about sort of half six-ish, something like that. Yeah. And it was just the first day of it. It's, it's for Unison Youth Group and it's for sort of advice uh, for, for young kids in the workplace, how to get work. And okay. also if, uh, if they're, you know, suffering from mental illness or, or anything like this. So if you, if you can relate to any of those, check these guys out, the Unison uh, Youth Group. Um, uh, it's basically it was in the same location as Wow Festival, and we played there last week, last week, last year. Wow, that was a stupid way of saying it. Wow, <laughs> wow. Um, uh, yeah, and it was so it was the same field, different stages, um, and it's, it's some of the same organisers as Maui Wowie uh, <laughs> Festival. Um, yeah, uh, really nice little tents, kind of teepee style tents that we played in, kind of yeah. same thing you would, would get for a wedding, kind of, like, okay, you know, yeah. outdoor wedding. Kind oh of yeah. Um, ting. So yeah, that was that was really nice. We played an hour. We played a new song that uh, that I'd written that day. Oh wow! Um, it's uh, for this sort of new album that I'm writing for the Lockerbillies. Sweet. And uh, that was really fun, really bluesy and, and naughty. And like, I was literally just said to the boys beforehand. I was like, mm, I'm going to play a naughty song. Um, I wrote <laughs> it today. Mm, it's going to be sexy. Um, this is how it goes. Mm. Off we go. <laughs> it was like quite an easy form. It was like a you know kind of twelve bar style form, so they could just go over the top of it and vamp over the top of it, and it was really really good. Um, called the Cold Blooded Killer Blues. Ooh, that's see, sounds kind of sexy and naughty. Yeah, mm, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so that was really fun. Uh, played a bit of that. Um, got to walk around and talk to people. Uh, thank you to Jeffrey for letting us play. Uh, yep. You know, instead of Impilo. I know we weren't Impilo, but it was completely different. But the guys were really up for it. We did the twist competition, which is where oh, I just yes. get everybody twisting in the audience. And whoever does the best twist gets a free CD. And uh, the best thing happened. Um, chose someone. I, would, I usually ask the crowd, like, who do you think is the best? And they pointed at this woman. And she was proper up for it. She was super yeah. festivaled. Hey. You know, like, just picture someone at a festival in your head. That was her. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I know the one. She yeah. was basically a glow stick. <laughs> uh, uh, um, 
And uh, yeah, so we, uh, so I sort of went out into the crowd, gave her a CD while the guys were vamping on stage. Yeah. And she took that uh, as an invitation to get up on stage. Wonderful. <laughs> I know. Uh, usually I'm a bit like, oh no, but she kept a distance. She, she knew, wasn't she, sitting there just thrashing around. Just dancing and, in yeah, your face. Exactly. And it really got, oh, just burped right on the lady, love on radio. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, she got this just, just really amazing, uh, kind of rapport with the audience everybody already knew her of course um, oh, wonderful. so she's dancing up on stage and she's got a great response got the crowd hyped up for us so thanks for that and uh and did the greatest things when the song finished she was like cool cheers and got off the stage ah <laughs> like, yeah, you yeah legend yeah. most of the time people were just like i'm part of the band now can you do you know any cheering <laughs> <laughs> yeah i always come in conversation again um yeah so that was really nice the friday the Saturday, um, we um, were at a private event at a golf club in Sheringham. So oh, Sheringham yeah. is like right up near Cromer. So right, yeah. So right at the top of East Anglia. It's about a two-hour drive. Um, unfortunately, Rainer couldn't make it because he was with uh, you guys in Lincoln. He was. Um, Not far away, really. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, he's going to just pop down. I mean, just cross the river and come up on. the road. Come on. You were closer to us, us than you were to home. Oh my God. Is it furthest I've ever been away from home, Mr. Oh, Frodo? Really? <laughs> um, so, um, yeah. Uh, and uh, we, so I had to get a dep in. Uh, Rich played drums. Murray played bass. I played guitar. Mm, state the obvious. Uh, and then I got Alice Birch to play saxophone. Nice, she's, yes. She's a, a really great player, actually. Yeah. Um, has only played with us once, which was at the added. Ad- Attitude at uh, the uh, uh, Adastral Park, yeah, um, and uh, which she admitted was the biggest crowd she'd ever played in front wow. of. Okay, <laughs> before she was like, and I get stage fright sometimes. We were like, oh, Raina Vandell's got a video on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she came along. It was like a black tie event, really good, uh, sort of a charity ball for raising monies. Um, so yeah, did a really good job with that. I think they raised a couple grand, which is nice. It was all very swanky. Mm. Uh, very nice little golf club indeed. There's steam trains around there as well. It's oh, a really lovely. pretty little town. My, my, my nan's taken me there. Uh, oh, before there was, there was there, we walked around the town a bit. There was just two guys on an upright piano and a little tiny drum kit that they had set up kind of permanently in the back garden of this pub. Oh, wow. I've got to find out it was kind of like the lobster or something. And uh, and they were just jamming. These two old boys just like, doing loads of rock and roll. I was like, oh, that's a good one for the set. Um, so yeah, we went back and, uh, the thing is everything ran late because speeches, food, you know, people turning up fashionably late and all that sort of stuff. Have you ever done a wedding that hasn't been running late? Uh, yes. Oh really? Yeah. I, I haven't done a single one. <laughs> Fair enough. I've done one that I've run early as well. Um, you're like, get on stage. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, show uh, off. Uh, sure. Uh, that's what I do. <laughs> um, so yeah, so everything ran late. So we basically did. And we do one, two one-hour sets. So we do one hour, then a half an hour break, then another hour. Yeah. But because everything was running running late, we just did two hours straight. Okay. Um, which we don't usually do because it's knackering. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but, you, you know, you see like people like Foo Fighters, mm. uh, Slipknot, they all, you know, do that like a two-hour set straight. Yeah. And you're kind of like, really? <laughs> when you're watching it, you're like, Christ, I'm knackered. How are you doing this? But yeah, it went down really well. Nice. And luckily we, we didn't have to do the DJing as we uh, were like, you know, hours and hours away. So we could pack down and we got, we did get back at like 2am. Yeah. But you know, so then got, you know, very small amount of sleep, but still more than three hours because that's unhealthy, Harley. Yep. Yeah, um, uh, and we were on stage at the big multicultural festival in Alexandra Park in uh, Ipswich, yeah. not Alexandra Palace in London. Where you were promoting last week. Yes. 
on the radio. On the other radio station. On the, on, on, yeah, no, no other radio stations are available, only iradio.co.uk. Yep. Um, and uh, yeah, that was really fun. The one big multicultural festival. Uh, it was it was the sort of the BBC Suffolk stage um, that has been used for loads of um, loads of uh, uh, events around Ipswich in the past. You and I have played on that stage multiple times. Yeah, just in different events. Yeah, you know? So that was quite nice. Um, yeah. So uh, we've got we kind of like had four of us, but we didn't have. A, uh, we didn't have a fourth member because Raina was still with you and Lincoln. Oh, yeah. Um, so we got Mr. Ben Gobel involved, uh, which was really nice. It was, uh, he was there on keyboard and saxophone. We had this kind of thing of just doing the same set that we did at Glastonbury. <laughs> <laughs> That's turned into a dying camel now. It's supposed <laughs> to be a klaxon. It's supposed to be... Like, <laughs> and then <you> <laughs> You know when you know when your collection's running out of gas. You were like, a dromedary. <laughs> <laughs> because you've just done it so many times, you've emptied the gas canister. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, um, that was a really really nice event. Nice to see lots of different types of music and different types of people. Um, we were preceded by a band called Last Orders, a sort of jazz outfit. A perfect band to finish. Right, but they started the. Oh yeah. Proceeded. Uh, words. <laughs> exactly right. So um, this is like welcome. This is welcome to the festival. This is last orders. <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, so yeah, we played after them. They did a good job. Um, uh, just before we went on stage, poor old Ben Gobel's keyboard stand broke, and we were all no. sitting there trying to frantically fix it. But thanks to last orders, they let us use their keyboard stand. So it was like right during their last song, they were doing Watermelon Man, Herbie Hancock. Nice, mm, good tune. Um, and then we were. Succeeded by uh, Norjahan Shilpi Afro and Afro Zulu. Zulu? Zulu. Um, two that three times quickly. Uh, yeah, no, I won't. Um, yeah, Norjahan Shilpi were kind of like Indian Bollywood. Um, uh, there's a Bollywood dancers as well. Some three young kids. I, I remember only one of their names because he was called Joshua. Good name, buddy. Hey. Um, yeah, so uh, stuff I've not seen before. Yeah. You know, really, really good. Um, and Afro Zulu just blew my mind. Three guys in like tribal dress. Uh, they had like Nigerian accents mm. and uh, they just had drums. It was just drums. Right. But they were amazing dancers and they oh. were such amazing uh, sort of um, public speakers. They would just yeah. get the crowd the going. Full package. Yes, exactly. And they really got the like crowd participation on. There was sort of like, you know, there would be these kind of like tribal chants that they would get you involved in. And it just, it, it just felt natural. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like when this, it, those kind of, these chants that, that you get everybody involved in just clapping and just saying sort of a word in rhythm, just, it felt, I don't know, I was like going back to my roots, man. But from like, you know, Neanderthal roots. Because yeah. you know? <laughs> I've got a big forehead. Um, so yeah, anyway, that was my weekend. Uh, finished off by watching the new Dark Crystal on Netflix, oh, yeah. which is magical. Is it good? Oh, I love it. Um, so going to shut up and play you Wait Up. Madison. Uh, this is by State of Millennia. They're playing a headline show this weekend in Colchester. They are a young group, um, like sort of 16, 17 That's upwards. Um, and I love them. Saw them uh, supporting Pessimist a little while back. I want to give them a big shout out. Stick around for the gig list for when they're playing. See you in a bit. Mm, this is State of Millennia. It was in a parking lot at 3 a.m. 
Will AI revolutionize the way artists pick music and find samples? Lander says yes, this week on Music News. Uh, <laughs> I try to do my BBC voice, but I just sound like I'm forcing it. Uh, so uh, thank you to State of Millennia for that one. Great, great, great tune. Like a proper breakdown on it. I yeah. mean, that's mad, isn't it? That was, yeah, Songs I like that. Songs that we, we were listening to about 10 or 12 years ago. That's it. Yeah. You, you, I do remember Chunk, No Captain Chunk, all that that's stuff. That's it. I, I, I like the kind of, the, I like that idea of like pop punk with a metal guitar song. Yes. Just <laughs> completely just change it. Anyway, so Montreal-based Lander, or Lander, I don't quite, L-A-N-D-R. Let's call it's it that. missing a vowel. Um, launched the world's first AI-powered mastering service back in 2014. Uh, we talked about this a little while back. It just basically allows musicians to master tracks instantly without the help of an on, like it's like an audio engineer. So mastering really good for sort of getting the levels right uh, for radio play um, and for online streaming services. But not everybody can afford that kind of stuff, so they just sort of upload it to something and an algorithm does it for them, and you pay like much less than yeah. you would for for an actual proper engineer to do it. But still, it's best to play an audio engineer anyway. Uh, so Lander works with over 2.5 million artists, songwriters, composers, producers, engineers, and labels from 160 countries around the world, which is pretty big. Uh, both established and emerging musicians use the company. Uh, Lander has mastered over 12 million tracks and released about 20,000 tracks every month. Uh, it's been used by renowned artists and top labels like Atlantic Records and Interscope. Now, the firm is aiming to cause yet another major disruption with the launch of an AI-based sample recommendation service. Okay. Interesting, right? Mm. Uh, the first of its kind, it says Lander, and one that will completely revolutionize the way artists make music. Uh so basically, so it's a tool that helps people to find samples for DJs, uh, hip hop producers, stuff like that. It's uh, it uses artificial intelligence to deliver tailored sounds and suggestions to musicians in seconds by looking at a range of data points, including acoustic similarity, key, timbre, and rhythm. Uh, study your elements of music ladies and gentlemen oh, yeah, important things um selector serves artists the perfect loops single hits and one shots to drop into their daw digital audio workstation or door uh the uh, and gets even more personalized over time so uh, i don't know it replicates certain behaviors that are typical but can be done by humans <laughs> humans yeah so predictable uh, and can save the artists money, speed up the workflow, and improve the overall quality of their sound. Blah 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 blah. Is it a good thing, Harley? That's a very good question. I, uh, uh, from straight off the bat, what it's sounding like it's what it's sa- what it's truly saving is time mm. for uh, sample-based musicians, which now, you're down for, right? Saving time. You love so. You don't do even have laces time. anymore. No, no. Today I don't you don't have, have laces. I don't even have fake laces today. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm just booting it up, mate. Yeah, just shove your foot in there. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, like, it's, it's saving time that, like, from a producer's point of view that does a lot of sample-based music now, I don't, the music production that I will do isn't going to be sample-based. Mm. It's going to be source-based. It's going to be recording an instrument. Catch up. Or using, yeah. Right. Um, it, or it's going to be using virtual instruments and stuff, which mm. are technically sample-based. But then 
when you're talking to more the electronic music, which is where this is heading to, like aiming for, is that's when people go, well, I want this sound. I need to then find this sound. And I'm guessing, so what it's doing is it's looking at the music to then go, this is the sound you want to fit in this mix. Mm. What you'll end up doing is something that everyone does when you open up your phone, you type a word, and then you press the middle button on the suggested Mm. words, and it will just come up with a, a sentence. Now, I'm not saying it's... It's probably slightly simpler than that because you're not making a... It's not going to come up with words for you. It's just going to come up with sounds that fit and with rhythms that fit. So you'll end up with potentially more generic stuff because for every gap you've got that needs to be filled with a particular space, the similar sounds will come up and you won't end up with any... You won't with, end up with as much variation in sound mm. and in, in music it's than what you would otherwise. Sometimes it just sound like nonsense. I mean, I just did some of that predictive text just then and I just put Harley... Was a great day. I wanna is a good. I like that. Shall I try one with you? Go on, Josh. I'm gonna write type. Josh is. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, go on. Go on. Go on. Oh, uh, no. Okay. This kind of this this is exactly what I'm talking about. Josh is a great day, <laughs> and I will be a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit of a bit. Which you knew that's a sample as a song. Well, bit, bit of a 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 bit of Why is it a great day? It's a person's name. I think it's based on what I've done before and I always say it's a great day. Have a great day. Harley is a great day. Josh is a great day. Thank you. Or it's a great day. Hard day. It's a hard day's night. Josh day's night. That does nice. Yeah, I don't know. So the way that I think about this, like, so I've written music using samples, I've written electronic music, hip hop, all these kind of different things. And I find the fun is in digging, crate yeah. digging. Um, Have you ever done that when you're looking for samples and you find like that doesn't work here? But I'm going to keep that aside. Yeah, save that. Put it, put it into a box of box of stuff for next week. Absolutely. And I think that will happen with this this service. Uh, um, I've forgotten what it's called now. I've got to remember what the actual uh, selector selector full slip. Got to rewind. Um, yeah, I think you'll be able to do that still. You'll still yeah. it'll find you a sample and you'll be like, oh, that's all right, you know, but not for this one, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think but, you'll, you'll find yourself with less options of things that are weird and a bit left field. Exactly. But, yeah, I don't know. I think it's also going to be mobile friendly as well. And it lets find, uh, artists find inspiration on the go and stay creative anywhere, which is just, it makes it a bit rushed. Yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, if you're actually looking to make something good and something that you're proud of, don't rush it. Don't just smash it out. Yeah. Um, you know, really take the time, look through different sources. Uh, you know, it might just sort of suddenly like analyze your, you know, sort of listening habits yeah. or something and just choose on that. But that's only what you're doing on your phone. It's not actually sitting there, you know, listening to what's going on the radio that you really like that you yeah. didn't suddenly click like on because it's on the radio. And it means these, uh, it's a slight thing I've just thought about is then these like, AI based had will influence pop culture so then they can they'll make what potentially is 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 a currently a big thing and kind of localize it to being a bit more uniform yeah and also i mean think about it the more that they're sort of you know these ai robotings yeah if they're like suggesting all this music to us they're just making way for the eventual ai music takeover Oh, just the overall takeover. I mean, it's... They're it's, reading us, man. It's You know, it's a lot better to do work when you're listening to music 
robots are basically going to make us make the music that they're going to put on their iPod as they take over. <laughs> exactly. We're going to be just crammed in their hard drive. Just a quick one before we move on, uh, talking Ooh. about samples. I've talked to you personally. I don't think I mentioned it on the radio. There's a new podcast I've been listening to called 20,000 Hertz. Ooh. Check it out. They did a whole episode on the Armen beat. Um, which is a, a, a well-known sample that's been sampled in over 3,000 songs, known songs, Amen, as well brother. as other. Um, and they did a whole uh, documentary. They do it, It's all music-based documentaries, uh, audio, podcast stuff. Yeah. Uh, and they did a whole thing on the, the arm, and it was so interesting because it goes through the history of how sampling became a thing Good. and how then that particular sample became the the the... The go-to. Yeah, the flagship of samples, mm. yet the guy who wrote the song didn't get any royalties for it. No. So no. Uh, check that out if you're if you're into that kind of thing. And so the Winstons, I think they're called. Yes. The band. Yeah, yeah, the Winstons. Anyway, so, uh, the drummer was 16 at the time. Was he really? So he, he laid that drum beat down. Wow. And he just basically created jungle and drummer bass. Anyway, yeah. what do you guys think? Should there be Listen AI on. sample searching things? Let us know. Talk yeah. to us. Oh, please be my friend. Anyway, this is... Uh, our next section. Jingle. Harley. Yes. What's the point of a music critic? Do we need them anymore? Everyone's a critic, isn't they? They are. Everybody like, is a critic. I, 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 I like. I tell you what. I've been doing more recently is when an album comes out. I like. I like to read through the reviews. Uh huh. Um, and not necessarily to hear someone go, "This is a bad album," because. I don't think I've read a single review that slated an album that I've been into because I've got amazing music taste. Of course. <laughs> but to hear their take on songs and um, there's no new, uh, new Frank Turner album tells a lot of stories. It's a very story-based album. It's very folky and stuff like that. And there are a lot of songs that I'm like, I don't know what this is about mm-hmm. because it so takes what- a few listens. It's good to hear someone else's input. Oh, okay. So you, you listen to the critic to sort of see how they interpret it. Yeah. Okay. I don't That's know if that counts as critiquing, critiquing, yeah. but... Well, it depends if they're learned. It's the thing because um, I think the point of a music critic is from a learned opinion. Yeah. Because like you say, everybody's a critic, but not everybody is very educated oh, in that, a certain yeah, yeah. type of music. Uh, so it's good to go to a specific hip hop uh, mm. critic or, you know, or a specific metal critic. Because a lot of the time, you know, people that just, you know, like yeah. sort of... That I only listen to a certain type of music. You suddenly chuck some hip hop or metal, and they just go, "Ah, it's just noise." Yeah. You won't, yeah, yeah. I hate the new new Adele album. No double pedal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. So I, I think it's good to have that. However, um, there's sort of I'm not sure whether they're few and far between now, or there's just too many of them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, is it oversaturated? Therefore, there aren't the go tos. Mm. That's a very good. Because, I mean, thinking about it from a musician's perspective, um, I don't know where to send my music to anymore. Because no. when I do send them to them, they're like, yeah, that's not the kind of thing that we review. Um, or either get nothing back. And I'm like, well, sorry, you really bogged down that you can't reply to someone. Yeah. It, it's that kind of thing of like, well, do what do you think their role is now when everybody I, has an opinion? I think, really, their role is to advertise music you're sending your music to critics not for them to critique it but for them to tell somebody else what mm-hmm. they think of it whether it's good or bad the fact that they're talking about it is better than not talking about it mm-hmm. uh and i guess the word the buzzword for the internet nowadays is influencers you yes. want influencers people who go look i like this music and i'm wearing a really cool shirt <laughs> so if you 
want to be as cool as me, get this cool shirt and listen to that music. That's the crazy thing, isn't it? Because like you say, uh, there's influencers now, which aren't so much people that are actually learned in what, they, no. what they're reviewing or something like this. They just might like it. And uh, so they're fans who are not fans of them because of their music taste. They'll be fans of them because they go to a hot gym bod yeah. or they've got a, a funny voice. Uh, yeah. You know, like uh, Aussie Man Reviews. He'll yeah. put uh, a song at the end of it and he's just like, I think this is a great tune. And yeah. and then people will go and, and check that out and he'll sort of endorse it. But people didn't go to him for no. the music. So it, it makes you think, do, do you think that people are still going to sites Ba- you know, specific to, websites to or specific music. YouTube channels or Instagram channels to find music? Or do you think they're just sort of getting sort of drive-by music? I think drive-by music is is get, is what's happening. Like mm-hmm. people say, word of mouth is always the best form of uh, of advertisement. And that's where these influencers kind of get their... Get, the mouth. Get their word, yes. Um, the job, I think, of a critic... I think is to kind of comment on the on the zeitgeist of music, song by song, essentially. And but I think again that the, the music world is now so much wider. The mm. the bandwidth of music that's being listened to on a large scale is so much wider. Mm. So in the same way that we've got, as we said, Ed Sheeran at top of the charts got knocked off by a Slipknot song. Yes, and. I don't. I've been looking to see where the, where Tool are in that with their new album that's come out because oh, that easy. must be that that's made massive waves. Mm. That's probably going to be that is the most talked about album, I think, of this year already. And I really? think because there've been more people again word of mouth. There've been more people talking about it than any other album because that's what thirteen years in the making is it? <laughs> yeah, must be. Yeah, and like people are like, come on guys, and, and there are people critiquing it actually. I've had people on Facebook just posting on Facebook, ah. listen to the new Tool album. Yeah, it's a bit all right. Or someone goes, listen to the new Tool album. I was very sceptical going in and I regret being even sceptical because right. it's amazing. But there, see, there we go. What we're, we're very much used to now is short form media. Yeah. We don't, we don't like to consume stuff as as in such massive chunks as we used to yeah. uh, because we've got so much you know you get those little tiny documentaries on on youtube that are mm. like five minutes or something like yeah. this um and so i think that is reflective on our reading as well like you know I, my favorite newspaper is the eye because it's right. just little time short concise get through it i mean it's only got like you know 10 pages maybe max yeah you know and so you can just get through the news nice and quickly and i'll listen to news on podcast form now yeah. it's the same with with yeah. critiquing and status updates people just put a status update up and they'll just sort of like i don't know just sort of cram in their opinion into a very short thing i'm very much victim of this sorry yeah. just to say because yeah. i mean i was just putting up today like yesterday that i was watching the the dark crystal second yeah. drop i've put it in there um, but i just put this is amazing i really like it yeah not a great review it's no. just me telling people that i like it yeah yeah definitely definitely and i i, I will double that fact i was reading a news article i think it might have been on the bbc website and it was saying that something mm-hmm. had happened because i don't know i, I can't, stuck with you didn't it? it was political of some sort um yeah. I, basically people were talking about a thing i was like, I have no idea what they're talking about right let's see what i've missed in the news yes um and it had the article and it says this story in 100 words then underneath this story in 500 words and then under that this story in 5,000 words wow so basically, how much time you've got? We'll try and explain what we can. Condense. And it was ba- it gave you the 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 the, the, uh, the hundred words. Basically, went this has happened and this means this. 
Oh, great. Uh, and the 500, this happens, and this means this because. Mm. And then the other one is the story of how we got to the where we were. See, there we go. Opinion does matter. Because yeah. how you condense that is different. I mean, it's not. there's no clinical oh, way of yeah. doing it. It's not sort of like, here's a story, and this is the only way you can look at it. There's there's going to be so many people's opinions involved in that. So how it's condensed, what facts are left out, what facts are left in and the, the sort of the, uh, the outcome of it. So it's, a, it's the same with critic uh, criticisms. I think it is important to have music critics yeah. because we do have these learned opinions and they can tell you how it might affect uh, music in the future, how it draws on music from the music from the past. Um, and you know how it might fit with your music taste now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's really interesting. Great Scott. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just so, went to Bromwin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Harley. Yeah, I'm, I'm Harley. Yeah. Let's talk about what gigs we got coming up this weekend, Harley. Go on then. What? All right. So, what gigs have you got coming up? So this weekend, I have only got three gigs. Only three. I have to think about <laughs> okay, that. Okay. That's a lot, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> First one is a private gig down in Salisbury. We've got a wedding. Very uh, nice. Looking forward to the long drive home because we're not staying over, so we're driving back the same night. Cool. Because uh, Toby's got a gig with Soul Kitchen in Cambridge, so it's like, now nah, let's go home the same day. Yeah, so on the Saturday, I will be at uh, the Half Moon Beer Festival with Oddball oh, yes, and the Shifty Twins, uh, which I'm real looking forward to because I love playing are. with those guys. It's always well good fun. Um, and on the 8th, on the Sunday, I will be playing at the Shamrock uh, with the uh, the Hope off being the Hopefuls. Oh, nice. I've just written Hopefuls and I've forgotten what the beginning of Hop. <laughs> um, it's good. So, yeah, back with those guys again. Nice one, man. I mean, you're such a busy man, aren't you? Busy old boy. Um, okay, right, let's get on to it. So, this Thursday... At 7.30, we've got the Guy Cry Club launch. That's uh, the 5th of September from 7.30. That is uh, including swords or swordes or however you... I I like swordes. Swordes sounds better, doesn't it? Swordes. It's got two R's. It sounds Spanish. But yeah, so if you like your kind of ambient electronica, check that out. Really, really good. Um, Also, so you take the next one out. So yeah, we have uh, Chris Asker. Asker? Asker. I don't know. Chris Asker. And the Pukajee Players, which I think is a brilliant name, at the Brewers good. Arms in Ipswich. And that yes. starts at 8 o'clock. That's across the road to uh, South Street. Well, near South Street. Uh, um, check that out. Yes. I mean, it's good to have the, uh, you know... Uh, little boy. You know, little extra local things going on. Uh, sorry for Lynn Bill. Uh, we've just made her burn her potatoes from her listening into the show today. So Sorry, Lynn. <laughs> Uh, September 6th uh, on the Friday we've got the last gunfighter good old Rob Lewis Rob Lewis styles as the last gunfighter um, the chestnut horse in Great Finborough in Stone Market uh, that's at 8 o'clock on Friday he's got two gigs this weekend didn't catch the second one um, it's on Saturday and I can't yes. remember where so ah, you know Rob tell us where it is yeah um, sure. you go for the next one boy yep uh, we have State of Millennia as we already played headline show at Three Wise Monkeys in Colchester that one is yeah. uh, again Friday at o'clock um, with support from the Waterfalls and Orange yeah Orange are great love them that's a great little match up that yeah um, September the 7th which is the Saturday I've been waiting for this one for a long time. Oh, man. I can't make this. it. Yeah, because I'm gigging myself as well. Oh, no. An evening of Alice in Chains performed by Spider Vane. Uh, that's Saturday at seven o'clock. I mean, all, all Alice in Chains all night by, in um, my opinion, the best metal band around here. 
they are incredible. We, I mean, we've Spider-Man. played enough of their stuff, and it's so good. And yeah, that's a real shame that we're going to miss that. But yeah. um, if you're listening, Spider Vane, do it again. We'll you know, do it. Yeah. Do it in Georgia's we'll just play loads more gigs around here. I'd be well happy. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, on yeah. weekdays, yeah, preferably. <laughs> definitely. Um, and then we have here. Uh, well, we've got the Half Moon Beer Festival, which is with Oddball and the Shifty Twins. Now Double plug. That's a three day weekend. That is so it. We've got I can't remember the names of the other bands. Back Porch Band are playing. Oh great! I can't remember. They might be. They're either doing the Friday or the Sunday. And there's another band which I cannot remember because I'm a bad person. But at um, <laughs> yes, yeah. You are. So it's all, all weekend. Lots of beer. Lots of great music. Uh, there's food there as well. So you know, come along, make a day of it, uh, and stumble home. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drink responsibly. I'm, I'm stumbling home because it's literally down the road from me. So I'm, I'm probably not going to pick take my equipment home that night and I'll do it in the yeah, morning. Yeah, pick it up. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, it's in Shield, isn't it? Last one. Uh, Phil Jackson is releasing a new album uh, this weekend. Uh, he releases like a, a new album every... Well, every couple months, really. No, yeah. But he's done he's done at least one a year. He's a busy um, lad. Yeah, he's he's very creative. He's actually worked with Swords before, or Swordez. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, there's some stuff on the Bandcamp. Uh, this one's called Moving, uh, and he's having a picnic. That's cool. To to sort of do it. So well, this Sunday, 8th of September from 3 o'clock, if you go down to Holy Wells Park, yeah. you'll get your own little picnic with Phil Jackson performing his brand new songs. That sounds just really cute. It was special, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a nice different gig, that. Yeah, that yeah. is. Yeah, picnic. So, yeah, uh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening today. It's It's been... It's been wonderful. Edutaining. Oh, yes. It's educational, as Mr. Rainer Vandell would, would put it. Yeah. That's, oh, we, yeah. can we quickly, just before we go, oh. shout out a couple of things from the from the Facebook game that we did this week. Uh. If you like the show, check out our Facebook page because um, we do a game every every single week. Um, and yeah, well, we've been picking it up a bit more. Um, so let's find the the old the old photo first because yeah, basically the, the the thing this week was name a song with a vehicle in the title or the lyrics. Um, and you guys came out, we've got 40 comments on this one alone. So cool. there's loads of it. Um, make sure if you do join in the game, please like the post, please like the page. Yeah, share it us out a lot. Um, from Dougal, Mr. Dan Dolman, Jesus yeah. Built My Hot Rod. Yes. Uh, nice one. Uh, Harry Isaac Presley, our wonderful esteemed guest, uh-huh. said Love Train. Oh, How yeah. many people said, I've got a brand new combine harvester by the words? Uh, we're I in like Suffolk, aren't we? You... That's good. Um, I'm in love with my car by Queen. But Benny and the Jets by yeah. Victoria. And oh, loving an elevator. Is it a vehicle? Eris- I, I think it counts as a <laughs> Is vehicle. It counts? All right, then, Shakers. Yeah, there we'll we go. Um, we're going to have to wrap up. We're going to have to wrap yeah. up. I'm going to give it to Police Truck by the Dead Kennedys nice. from Harry Isaac Presley. Wonderful. Because that, that, you're a winner. Uh, and we love you. So uh, this one's a new track by Lee Edgerton. Thank you very much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. See you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. Not again. Not this